Hey, what's up? This is Jared Gray with the Head to Head podcast with my co-host, my man Nino, and my man Russ up here. I'm getting my hands right. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are you doing? Sometimes sad, Nino, sometimes first. happy. Sometimes oh. you're wearing an Edmonds jersey. If you got <laughs> anybody that doesn't see the video, my man's got an Edmonds jersey on. He's a riser on one of our group of far and another. Tonight we're doing our, our risers and fallers for the – I mean, it's here. It's game week, ladies and gentlemen. So we're going to do our top five fallers, top five risers. Nino, how are you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. I just, you know, put the kids to bed. Uh, it was their like, twin four-year-old's birthday today, so that was uh, a little hectic. But, you know, I'm ready to talk some football. It's right there. With college football just ended first week this weekend. It's just – it's here. It's crazy that it's here. I feel like it came up so fast, but I can't. I, I can't wait. It is crazy. Just real quick, hit on college football. Um, I lost my parlay <laughs> bet by two points. Two points on a six-game parlay. I'm so depressed about it. Like it was a great game. Don't get me wrong. Houston let me down though. The minus four I went minus two on me. Oh, all right. I'm done. I'm done in my soapbox. Right. One, one, one and zero on American soil. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I love my it. man Russ is a Nebraska deal. fan. My Good man deal. Russ is a Nebraska fan. I mean, I mean, I think we all agree though. After watching that first half, uh, your boy Scott Frost is out the door after the OU game, no matter oh, what. Yeah. No, no, he's got at least tell Indiana because there's a bye week. And yeah, the bye week. Yeah, it's buyout too. The change. Yeah. And, yep. Exactly. Go from fifteen million. Oh, the to buyout change. I thought the buyout was good till after the OU game. No, I think it's no, after week first. seven. But as far as looking at it logistically, you know, if you're going to do that, you're going to wait for that bye week, get that transition, get that rip the bandaid off. But to be honest, it wouldn't surprise me though. He's going to finish out the season. I, I would project. It's half the money. It, it literally right. is like half the money. It goes from like 16 to 7, so. Yeah. He gone either way. I, this is this is last year. It's done for me. I'm, yeah. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm, yeah. done. I'm, so, I'm so mad at him personally. Um, yeah. Thank you. Shit. Do it. Hey, I, hey I, do, I, do know, I do know this. Out of the three of us, my, I'm the only team that's undefeated. On <laughs> American soil. Want to know. I'm undefeated. You guys don't. So, all right. Tonight, Nino did a little better homework than than the rest of us, but mine's usually just in my head anyway. Um, we're gonna do top five risers first, or you gonna do top five followers first, ladies and gentlemen? You you better let me get my risers. That way, you guys can, you know, dog on. So the we guys, can smash but... on you a hundred percent. You know what? I get. I got you. I got. You. All right, right. <laughs> All right. Give me your top five risers and tell me why. All right. Well, I'm going to first start off with uh, Nick Bolton. He was uh, changed his number now to number 32. So, you know, we had Tyron Matthews, the honey badger, that number. So he's going to have to represent, first of all. Uh, was on a 60% on average snap count last season uh, for plenty of room for growth there. Capitalized on higher snap counts. Uh Anthony Hitchens is no longer there. And when your head coach is noticing your guys stepping up, I mean, that's that's got to be a plus as well. And then the big one, wearing the big jersey, I think it's a make or break year for him. 
and that's Tremaine Edmonds. I mean, this guy is at Virginia Tech, athletic freak. Uh, figured he'd be like Brian Urlacher 2.0. It just hasn't worked out that way. They get Von Miller on the defensive line. Maybe some of that will kind of funnel everything to come to the inside, and he can get all them tackles. Um, Max Crosby uh, goes without saying that guy has got a motor like none other. He's got Chandler Jones that came in on the other side. I know he's aging, but I think he can still help maybe draw some double team. So Crosby could have that potential, maybe even to uh, break the sack record. I'll go ahead and say that. Uh, Miles Jack, uh, Mike Tomlin comes calling. You answer the phone. He tells you you want to play behind one of the top defensive lines in the league. I don't know how you say no to that. Um, I, I feel what he did at Jacksonville. And I'm not saying for a riser for him, like he's going to be in a top 12 guy, but he finished a little bit outside the top 50. I could see him sneaking for sure, maybe into the 30s, maybe into your top 24-ish would probably be pushing it. But he's definitely, I think, going to climb some spots. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, Cameron Curl. Uh, according to Pro Football Focus, this guy finished third in all categories when it comes to run defense. Uh, yeah, run defense, pass, rush, and coverage. So the guy is versatile as hell. He uh, played defensive snaps all over the place at free safety, slot corner, in the box, on the defensive line, and even outside corner. So the versatility in him, I could see him. I mean, I know Jeremy Chin's young, and hopefully he's going to have a boom season, but I see Cameron Curl following those footsteps of Jeremy Chin as far as productivity. So those are my five risers. On okay. To the, uh, don't make me no win. All right. Well, I'll go. You want uh, to? Nope. Go ahead. Well, I'm, I'm good. I'm just want to comment on it real quick. Uh, overall, a uh, really decent list. I Nino has got your boy Edmonds in his father list, so we'll get to that later. Um, Max Crosby, he's not a riser for me. That dude has been a stud, and you know that I've been on Max Crosby. I, I thought he was the steal of the draft. Being a fourth-round draft pick, I said, you know what? Very possible it could be the the – the guy that nobody talks about this this season. And I honestly think he should have won the defensive uh, rookie of the year. And even though they gave it to Nick Bosa, he had better stats in almost every category except for um, quarterback hurries. So Max Crosby's not a riser. He's, a, he's, he's cream of the crop for me personally. Uh, Cameron Curl kind of right there with you. Um, that's a guy that I've been on. I think Austin had kind of been on. He did come a little bit out of nowhere last year or the year four, and we just he just kind of stuck with it. That defense isn't very good. I, as much as they keep talking about how good that defense is, that overall yeah. that linebacking core isn't great. James Davis isn't what we really want him to be. Cole Holcomb is good, um, and you know it's just how it is. Uh, for me, I'm going to go over my top five. My man Nino's. Got some issues, so we're going to go over mine real quick. My top five risers uh, currently, Rashawn Evans. Uh, I liked him sitting next to Deion Jones. Uh, I think he's one of the better linebackers that coming out of Alabama in the last, you know, five, six years. And now he's going to be in a position where he's going to get a lot of tackles. He's going to – he could have one of those four years. I mean, I, Devondre Campbell's look good again, you know, there. Michael Walker's look good. Um 
Uh, Aluokan has looked really good in that same position. Now we can see Rashawn Evans, who I think has been was a better recruit than all of those guys coming out of college. And I think he has a massive year, to be honest with you. Um, Malcolm Rodriguez is on everybody's risers, but that's only because they're watching, you know, hard knocks, hard knocks. But Malcolm Rodriguez came at Oklahoma every game. I think he had like 13 tackles in one game as a senior. Um, he, he's the real deal. I, he's just got a good motor like you like Max Crosby does. Um, different position, same motor. Uh, Marcus Davenport is actually climbing for me. Uh, he's been a guy that I really haven't liked personally. And I have a guy, Billy, that is actually trying to trade me. Maybe I'll trade him before we post this. Uh, and then he'll get to hear it later. Uh, but this does go out tonight. So <laughs> um, for the right price, I'm telling you, Marcus Davenport is climbing real fast. He's really filled in well ever since uh, Henderson left there. And he's kind of been the guy. He did get his finger amputated. You know, one of like a part of his finger amputated. Hey, last guy that did that had a monster year. So maybe we get another monster year out of Davenport. He didn't have no Montez Sweat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, Montez Sweat for me has always been a, a guy that I thought was a steal of the draft because even though he, yeah, I give his first rounder 100%, but he dropped because there was a rumor, right? I'm pretty sure he was a heart murmur kid, right? I think so, so yeah. And he's dropped, 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 and he's been nothing but good. He broke his jaw last year, left the, you know, It'd be interesting to see how he comes out of that. But with Chase Young being the premier target there, he's out right now. Um, you've watched um, their main guy, who's been there forever, has finally retired. And I think we really see Montez Sweat take a huge jump this year. Uh, I'm going to call double D sacks, 11, 11 sacks. My man Nino is finally back. He's jammed up there for a second. I had some technical difficulties. Uh, we're almost on my list. We're going to get right to you, Nino. Uh, I'm last on my list uh, for risers is Jalen Petrie. I uh, want to throw a rookie in here. I want to see a guy that we really could see do really well and come in. Um, and I think that's really going to see – we're going to see that out of Jalen Petrie. We see a little bit out of him during the – you know, preseason and what he's capable of. And obviously, like, I saw him at, at Baylor, and that guy is a linebacker playing safety. He he does remind me a lot of Jeremy Chin because he's very similar size, height, weight, you know, stature. Just And he's, he's a ball hawk, and he goes after it. And he, he, he's got no problem coming downhill and hitting you in the mouth. And I love Petrie because of that. Yeah, that's, uh, right. that's a good list. Got any reason Marcus. to come at me a little bit? Well, I don't know. The Marcus Davenport, <laughs> I thought he would be a lot better, a lot quicker, kind of like a Edmonds was, but maybe he's kind of a late bloomer. So hopefully, you know, he gets some more production sacks-wise and some tackle for loss. Well, yeah, he was injured quite a bit his rookie season. What so, was that deal? Um, I mean, that, that's just, I mean, he didn't play hardly at all because of it. Uh, and that's been the biggest thing is what he's done – since then, you know, last year was a really kind of a breakout year. He had nine sacks last year. Um, I think I'm going to have to check his stats top of my head real, real quick. Um, uh, yeah, he had nine sacks. He had uh, 39 tackles. 
combined tackles. I got to check his tackles for loss. We're pretty solid. Uh, he just really has grown up because in, in 2020, he'll, he only had one half sacks. So, and the year before that, he was injured the whole whole year. So, I think we really see a big jump out of Mark Stavenport again this year. I'll take 10, 11 sacks again. Uh, he, he hit nine last year. I think 45 tackles-ish. I think that's a good spot for him, 45 to 50 tackles. But I think we hit 11 sacks this year and a few more tires for loss. He, he's got to be the new anchor, especially with the line getting a little older. He's got to be the guy. And I think we're really going to see that this year. Yeah. I, I can see that. I agree there. I mean, I like the guy, two guys you got Need no. Yeah. All right. I need your I need your five. Let me hear you. All right. So first I have Nick Bolton out of Kansas City. Then I got Jalen Thompson, Arizona. Zach Cunningham, my guy. I'm gonna mess this up. I'm gonna say it anyway. Camus, Bruja Hill, and this last name, Kalanu, Hugagana. I, I always mess them up. Those are my guys. Now, Nick Bolton. Dog, all right. Sixteen games played, five of twelve, hundred and twelve tackles, seventy solo. I mean, eleven tackles for loss. Kid's a monster. I think teaming him up, you know, with Leo Chanel as a rookie, and those big dogs up front, he's just gonna eat. He's gonna keep rising. He could top ten linebacker possibly this year. All right. You already know how I feel about Zach Cunningham. He was in the other ones that we talked about, as well as Jalen Thompson. But Cunningham has a great opportunity now with Landry out with an ACL injury. It's just plug in, play, reap them benefits. Homeboy is going to rise up this year. Unfortunately, it's due to an injury, but it is what it is. Granger Hill, I think a lot of people are sleeping on this guy. 108 tackles, 71 solo, 13 tackles for loss, three pass defenses, a pick, two force almost. He finished last year 24th in fantasy defensively over on IDP. This guy is going to eat. Houston's going to be on the field a lot. So he's a guy to keep your eye out for. And obviously, San Francisco with that young guy in the backfield, he only started three games. Um, he's going to be the starter this year. He's going to be a general at secondary. So uh, I see his numbers just doubling. Uh, I love thoughts? the Grugier Hill pick. Um, he's, he is a dude. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Grugier Hill. And I think that he is going to step up, be big. Uh, he, he has got some good guys in front of him. Greenard, uh, Okawanko, both in front of him. Uh, really solid guys on each side. Um, Kirksky next to him. So he's going to be – I don't trust Kirksky's health. So I do love their new rookie. Uh, but we don't not see what we're going to get out of him yet. Um, so overall, I do love that list. Uh, I think we all agree that Nick Bolton – could be a top 10 guy. Nick Bolton legit could be uh, a top 15 dynasty linebacker. So here's my question to you. And both of you have him as your number one riser. And that's the only reason I didn't put him on my list. (laughs) Would you, would you package a deal? Would you try to get, um, would you give up Roquan for Bolton and somebody else? What's the somebody else? Like, and if you're the other guy, um, let's go with like an older defensive lineman or something, but 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 a good one. Let's go okay. with 
I mean, not Aaron Donald because he's old, but you could say, hey, this is a dynasty league. Let me give you this guy and Roquan for Aaron Donald and somebody else because you're taking the risk trying to take Aaron Donald on. But if you're win now, but take a dynasty, you're giving a good, a great for great, right? Roquan. For yeah. Yeah. Aaron Donald. But if you could get Nick Bolton out of the deal, wouldn't you do it? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be, yeah, I, I'm on the hit the accept button side. <laughs> I'm like 55, 45 right now. Nick Bolton's a dog and he's going to be doing it for a long time. Well, well Roquan's still, I'm with you. Too, I think, I, mean, I think that he's the dude. What's yeah. that, Russ? I was yeah, say, Roquan's not old. Let's not get this yeah. question. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know. But if I you could know. get a two-for-one out of Roquan, if you could get a top-ten linebacker and maybe even a top-ten, you know, another position for Roquan, wouldn't you do it? Mm. I, I think when it comes to Dynasty, maybe, I depending on my roster construction, I'd almost want a draft pick. Yeah, that's I mean, not bad either. I, I I agree there. I wouldn't mind taking a, a you know, maybe like a, a two or three. Nick or something. Yeah, I was gonna we'll say, say third round. So you say Nick Bolton and a first rounder? What about oh, a first probably, rounder? I, oh, done. Yeah. Smash. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Done. <laughs> done. Smash. Absolutely. Smash. I mean, you got to think so, right? In a lot, in a lot of aspects, that first that first pick right there that you're talking, it's basically around fourteen. Bro, so well, how far off? Fifteen, you think sixteen, some leagues. In fantasy, right? How yeah. far off do you think Bolton finishes this year from Roquan, if not better? I I think he finishes behind Roquan, no problem. I, I, Thirty points. How many? Uh, how many spots is that overall? Thirty points. So what would that be overall? Like he goes like three spots different. I'd say six. Um, probably six. Six spots. Yeah, it's possible. So six spots worth the first round draft pick? Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's simple. That's it. You know what I, I mean? Okay. Me. I'm with you. There, hey, hey, if that number one could be Will Anderson. Yes, it could be. Yes, it could be. Hey, I didn't hear so now, I didn't, now now we're talking. Now now we're talking. Now I we was talking. I was in technical difficulty land when you were reading off your list, so is your reasoning for Sweat – I mean, I like Sweat. I think he's a great player. But is your reasoning for him rising because Young's probably not at 100% yet? Oh, Young's, the- Young's not even playing the first four games. That's what I'm saying. Um, but so. I've always been a Montez Sweat guy. I mean, I, 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 he was definitely one of my top 10 uh, or top 20 guys from our rookie IDP 4-1 guys when he first came out of college. And mm-hmm. I, and I said from the get-go, and you can ask – Russ, I think that they're one of the guys, like one of the teams that put that rumor out. Right. And yeah, all yeah, man's got a heart issue, that. this and that. <laughs> and they, if you look at the clock, they smashed that. Like, hey, we're, we're six seconds in. Montez Sweat was picked up. You're like, they they had their guy from the get go. Yeah, it was locked in. I agree. I, I would I, have I, this weird feeling like they put that out there. That's a, that's a good conspiracy theory. <laughs> well, and they got a good defensive line overall with Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. Yeah. I mean, they're, it's a solid group of guys, too. Yeah, I, dudes. I mean, if they can figure out their linebacking core, which here's the thing. How is Blake Martinez not on that team right now? Somehow. <laughs> I'd have called that dude 50 right. times. And, like, listen, bro, you've been killing us. Um, how about you come over to our team? 
and we'll make you look good because we do have a great defensive line. How's he not on the Giants still? Micah McFadden. Hey, they they mutually and we're, we're, we'll get there because he's on my follower list. But <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Since we we skipped here a little, we had Russ as his top five. Nino, let me give you. Let's let's go opposite order. You know me, and then Russ. Actually, I'll go last because I got some names I probably shouldn't have on there, but I'm doing it anyway. But I can still say the same about Nino. Uh, Nino, uh, give me your top five fallers. All right. Well, number one is uh, or flushes if we're talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> Shaquille Lynn is one. I got Carlton Davis two, Jermaine Edmonds three, um, Jesse Bates four, and Kyle Van Noy five. All right. Go ahead. Yeah, destroy me. Do whatever you want to do. I, I know you want to rip me apart already. But uh, with Van Noy, well, um, here's my deal. Yeah, <laughs> Take me out. I'll, you know what? I'll, let me hear your argument, and then we'll go with that. Give me your reasons. All right, all right, all right. Well, obviously with uh, Jack Leonard, I mean, yeah, he had 122 tackles. He's a dog. I get it. He's top top dog probably. You're a linebacker with a back injury. Instantaneously, to me, that's fall. Fade. I'm not really going to try to get you at your ADP. I, I'm worried, all right? So I'm fading him. I already spoke to you guys kind of off about Jermaine Edmonds. It's kind of been up and down a little bit for me with him. And then when it's up, it's not so much up. They went out and drafted uh, that third-round pick. So I feel that he's he's there to light the fire. It's either put up or shut up for Edmonds. Bates? They got Dax Hill for a reason. Homeboy came back after I'm holding out for my money. Now he's going to play on on the contract, on on the tag, because he's going to try to make more. Dude, Bates... Is a fade, all right? Dax Hill's the guy. Fade him. Kyle Van Noy, every time he leaves the Patriots, his numbers drop, dude. He comes to the Patriots <laughs> to get a bag. It's a fact. He went to Detroit, terrible. He went to Miami, terrible. He comes to the Patriots, he fits the scheme. He gets a, he gets numbers up, goes get a nice fat check, stinks. So, fade Van Noy. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna crash. I'm just gonna crash this list except for one guy. Now I understand Shaq Leonard being on a faller list, right? Because I don't trust his back. He's with me on my on the faller list, and he's on most people's top ten linebacker dynasty. I don't trust the back. Okay, I'm with you. I'm 100. percent Back surgery is a different world. Okay, he's had two surgeries in the off season. Kind of worried about both. Right to be honest with you, and he said it's the the back gave him the issue, but he's back week one, so hey, I hope he shuts us all up and he comes out and balls out. Like I hope he does. But he's I'm with you on the follower list. However, comma, um, Jesse Bates <laughs> is holding out because he's been a top three safety for five years. I mean. It don't matter who's sitting next to him, Von Bell, Williams, everybody. He stayed there. He's been a, he's been the guy. Williams left. He he dropped. Von Bell came in from the Saints. He's dropped. Base is the deal. Now don't get me wrong. They brought in Dax Hill, but they didn't brought they didn't bring Dax Hill in to remove Bates. They brought Dax Hill to remove Von Bell. The Von Bell's old. Dax Hill next to Von Bell. I'm telling you right now, that's that's gonna be scary. For, for years to come. Um, so I'm sorry. I got Jesse Bates. 
The only reason he dropped in drafts is because he was holding out. That dude's going to he gonna get his, so I'm, I'm sorry. He ain't on my fate list at all. Um, Carlton Davis, 100%. That's that, C.D. Lamb going to put that dude on skates all week, week one. So, <laughs> I'm with you. Carlton Davis is the big, biggest fade in football compared to what he did last year because he going he gonna to get embarrassed week one because they're going to try to put him on C.D. And C.D. looks fast to me. Like, I've been a, I've been a Lamb fan. If you've seen him, he, that dude legit looks faster in camp right now. It's crazy. So, I'm with you. Tremaine Edmonds. One guy's got him as a riser. One guy got him as a baller. Not top three. He's a baller. Right? Well, he, well I, I disagree with that and because he wasn't even top ten last year. If he falls out of the top 20, he's a follower. If he stays in the top 20, he's a riser. Yeah, we agree? Okay. Okay, but I'm with you. It's put up yeah. or shut up time. And yeah. I don't think – I don't think he's going to put up, bro. He's going to get shut up. So, <laughs> I don't I don't like him as a riser. Personally, I, I'd, I sold that dude for a second-round draft pick like it was nothing. So, <laughs> thanks, buddy. Give me Give me that draft pick. Have a good day. Kyle <laughs> um, Van Noy, here is my only issue here, right? Van Noy is a defensive and all do it all linebacker. The coach loves him. He's currently starting at the inside linebacker position because Murray is coming back from shoulder surgery and ankle surgery, by the way. So now Murray's back, but I think they're going to ease him in. So Kyle Van Noy is definitely not a complete fade for me. Because I think he's going to play six six to nine hundred snaps. Like I, I truly believe that. I think they're going to move him everywhere. He go play inside linebacker, and then they're going to they're going to try to give Mac and Bosa some rest. He going to move there and bring Murray in, and then going to switch him back. I really think that's going to happen in the first two or three weeks. That dude is not going to come off the field probably. And if he and and I'm with you on the faller aspect because if he fails, he gone. But if he succeeds, he's a steal for them because they got him for nothing. Um, all right, really, really solid list. Uh, my man, uh. Russ. Not really sure about this list, Russ, but uh, hey. let me have it, bro. It's yeah. it's funny because you took one pain. guy, threw him in the trash, and you brought the other guy and said, "Nah." It's what it is. <laughs> Yeah. All right. What do you yeah. got for me, Russ? What do you got for me? Uh, for my uh, follow followers, um, and this is really no in particular order. And when I bring this first guy up, it's more just out of disappointment. And I understand he's been injured, but that's Jonathan Abram. Um, along with also not staying healthy, you need to be available. And when you're not good at pass coverage, that's not good. There is some talk they want to do some three safety sets. So maybe he's down in the box a little bit more. And there's also been rumor that maybe he doesn't stick to the scheme. So if a guy's not going to stick to the scheme, he's not going to be on the field. So I have a little bit of worrisome there. Um, Trevon Diggs. I know he had a great year last year. I think it's just a little bit of regression. I don't know if they're going to target his side of the field anymore that much. So maybe he loses some opportunities from his 11 interceptions and 21 pass breakups from last year. Um, Eric Kendricks. When I'm fading this guy, it's not like, you know, he's 
not going out of the top 24. Um, they did get Jordan Hicks, and when Jordan Hicks plays along with some good linebackers, he tends to get his, and I don't know, you know, picking the right guy as far as if you're going by ADP, you know, you're going to get Jordan Hicks later, kind of like my next guy, that the only reason why I'm fading him, and that's Matt Milano, is because I got Tremaine Edmonds going up, and I understand Matt Milano is uh, a lot better in pass coverage, and he's he's a great athlete, but I, I need my man to pull through this year with Tremaine Edmonds, so if not, I guess we'll, we'll move on to Bernard, possibly. And then uh, last but not least, Robert Quinn. I'm not going to bring up his age or anything. I'm just going to bring up the fact that sometimes you keep guys around for good locker room and good mentorship. And when you got Travis Gibson there, I think that's a guy that's going to come in on a rotational deal and be able to put numbers up with pretty, I won't say minimal, but not like your average snap count throughout the season, whether you want to call that 500 snaps or so or whatever. I know Aaron Donald got like over a hundred or a thousand snaps. So if he can get, I don't know, five to 600 snaps for Gibson, I think that's great. But Robert Quinn, I, I just don't think, uh, I think there's going to be a little bit more rotation there. So that's, that's my guys there for fallers. And I hope I'm wrong on almost all of them, <laughs> to be honest, but I've, I've had these guys before in the past and I don't know if it's just because I'm holding the grudge, but I'm, I'm sick of it. They need to put up or I'm done with them. I'm going to let Nino come at you first. And then, uh, obviously, they had to head. We're going to bump heads, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're here for. We're going to give some whether we agree or don't agree. Um, but, Nino, let me hear your uh, constructive criticism, if you have any, of my guy. Oh, I lost him. Um, so we lost Nino. But I'm going to give you my constructive criticism real quick. Um, first things first, uh, Robert Quinn had 18 and a half sacks and 50 tackles last year. Duly noted, duly noted. You, I can, you, hey, you, can fall, you, you can fall off from that. You can fall off from that. But if he's still double digits, is he a faller? Uh, well, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but, um, I, I, I mean, tell you, you I mean, tell you, this. you want, you if, want a, you want a high floor. If he puts up similar stats. Okay, if he puts up similar stats to Max Crosby and they're both double digits, is he a riser or a faller? Uh, yeah, he'd be a riser. I'll give you that. Okay, because I'm going to tell you, I think he gets 12 sacks. Crosby to be top three defensive line position. Ooh. Top yeah, three? Like, oh, absolutely. Now, Ooh. I'm not counting your edge, you know, TJ Watts. I'm talking strictly DL, guys, DN. I'm not going to count. I, I, mean, I, have, I mean, I, I mean, I still think that he's a dude, but I mean, I, like I said, I'm always on the train. Right. Uh, I just think Robert Quinn is too good still, and I understand he's 32, right? I get it. Right. But like said, he had 18 and a half sacks, and he looked better with Khalil Mack off the field. So, I mean, it's just the facts. When Khalil Mack got hurt, Robert Quinn became a dude. So. I mean, there's a reason why he wanted more money. You know, I don't care if it's his last year to look good. Hey, if you're, I, I feel like if you got one more year out of him or two more years out of him at Chicago, good on you because he's going to be on the field. I, I just, I mean, he looked good at Dallas. He's looked good, you know, at, at Chicago since he's been there. 
Um, your other guys, I, I agree on Jonathan Abram. I uh, just haven't seen him expect what we – he just – for someone who talks that much, I need you need to show up, bro. Like, it's – Right. It's a thing. Yeah, that, like I said, Eric Kendricks is a <laughs> – Eric Kendricks is a tough one for me. I understand Okay, that. and I – hey, I'm with you. I'm – I have Jordan <laughs> Hicks on every team I have, I think. I mean – because Jordan Hicks just balls out wherever he goes. Doesn't matter. I mean, he's good everywhere, uh, and that's a good defense for him to succeed in. Um, Eric Hendricks is dealing, having dealing with a little injury, getting a little older. I get it. They brought in Brian Osamuwa, who looks really good. He looks really good in camp, and but they're old in general from the linebacker court. I mean, they need to get younger. I mean, well, their lead safety starting seven years old, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Their lead safety, Harrison Smith, is old. So he's 33, 34. I mean, it's it's his last year to shine, probably. I mean, I, I'm, pro- I'm not paying him much longer. I mean, in general, he's already getting paid in general. So uh, for me, uh, overall, I mean, Trevin Diggs, I, I completely agree. He won't, he won't do it what he did last year. Uh, I think he has maybe one or two interceptions. I, honestly, I think, <laughs> think if he gets burned deep as much as he makes big plays, so, yeah, uh, I'm not a, I'm not as high on Trevon Diggs as a lot of people. And I, I, if I have him on my team, I'm selling high. I probably do have 11 interceptions, bro. I mean, come on, like right. you need him on your team. You know, it's funny because I have somebody that did something very similar on mine. Our, um, my followers, Shaq Leonard. He's there. I just don't trust his back. Um, I've got him as a follower. I mean, he's he's on top five on everybody's list. So if he finishes outside the top 15, guess what? He's a faller. All right, that's yeah. 10 spots. And he could finish out top 20 if he gets if he gets injured again, then he's gone, right? I mean, right. if he injures his back, it's over. He probably hangs it up. I mean, I don't see him come back from if he has dual back surgeries. So right. a back surgery scares me. It legitimately scares me. Um, and I've kind of been fading him. I mean, from the very first show, I think I've been fading him and – We'll see. I hope, I hope he proves me wrong. I keep saying it. I hope he really right. does. Yeah. Uh, my cornerback that I'm fading is J.C. Jackson, just like the New England Patriots fade him because, hey, bro, we're not going to pay you. You can go – you can find out that money somewhere else and see if you – you know, we feel like we've got a good scheme over here, and we don't need to pay people to, to play at New England. We've got seven, you know, championships. Have a good day. So that that's just who New England is, and that's who they're going to stay – and they're going to get somebody for cheaper, and that's what they're doing. And they've done pretty well. I mean, I, Wade has actually turned into a pretty good backup overall. Uh, listen, I know you have Miles Jacks on your riser list. Hey, that dude, thinks, he just ain't that good to me. I I understand, but when you go into the Steelers, he, I mean, you're going to play behind that line. Let's, let's talk about this. He, he, he had he, 130 he, tackles and finished outside the top 40, bro. Oh, outside the top 50, bro. I I, I hear you. I mean, he's got nothing but do to go up. Like he, he I mean, if you're the 30. guy and you – if you're the guy and and whether you love it or hate it, he's had a good defensive line in front of him. He had he had Campbell in his prime. He had Nagakwe in his prime. He had, jo- he had Josh Allen in his rookie year. And Miles Jack was not – a top 20 linebacker with that entire group. So 
linebacker in the no. NFL level, though, right? I mean, he played. No, he wasn't. He finished three years before Josh Allen. Yeah, he, well, he, he ain't young, bro. I don't care what we're talking about. He no, he no, ain't got right. better. No, I'm he, saying he, wasn't... Hey, here's what's worse. Here's what's worse. Really, let's really talk about this. This dude cannot tackle. He's one. He is. He leads the league in tackle miss rate. Leads the league. Why is Mike Tomlin? He, he's just whips, bro. I mean, why is Mike because Tomlin he's cheap. Cheap. Devin That's Bush how. Not that good. How come we ain't talking about him? Hey, ever since Devin Bush hurt his knee in his rookie season, he ain't done nothing. Devin yeah. Devin Bush was was probably the rookie of the year before he got injured. Yeah. Look at the stats. He had 60 tackles in by week eight. So right. he was probably the rookie of the year. And since he got injured, he has not been – he ain't been – he's ain't been there. He ain't yeah. been the guy. Now, it's a make it or break it year for him. And to be honest with you, I'll take him over Miles Jack 40 times on an instant than anything. I don't trust Miles Jack at all. We watched Joe Schobert fail there. So – Oh, and Joe, cool. and that was year after Joe Schober was an All Pro, the yeah. year after. So right. that makes, that's yeah. what I'm telling you. If we've got All Pro Joe failing, and right. now not even the league, I don't trust Miles Jack. I'm sorry. No, so, duly he, he's I, on my follower list. He's on. Go ahead. As I said, well, <clears throat> I, I think I like that Mark Robinson. I think he gets a little rotation in there, and those middle linebackers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I'm curious to see that. I'm kind of pulling for that guy. I, honestly, I would like to see them bring Terrell Edmonds up to linebacker and move. <laughs> oh, yeah. Move, yeah, let's move yeah. Terrell Edmonds down. Bring Norwood back to play safety next to Fitzpatrick, who, who's like had 130 tackles or something last year. So, right. like 100 solo tackles, Fitzpatrick right. did. So, Move Norwood back. Bring Edmonds in the box. Let's get let's get rolling. Uh, I would love to see that personally. I don't know if they'll do it, but they should do it. Um, Deion Jones. Listen, man, I just I ain't never been a fan. Everybody's like, oh, he's did you see how good he played for those five games he was in in you know this year when he wasn't injured? Yeah, for those five games, and then they keep moving on from Devondre Campbell. And Oluokan, and they kept this dude, and those dudes are blowing up. And Devondre Campbell's looked good for the Cardinals. He's looked good for the Packers. He's looked good for the Falcons. And the, the Packers, like, listen, man, we ain't letting you get away. Five years, 10 million a year. Here you go. Like, you staying with us. Have a good day. Um, and they're smart. Like, Atlanta's not smart. Let's keep Deion Jones, who keeps getting injured, and we keep having to pay him money. And now he's got it came off a shoulder injury. Now you put him back on the pup list, you know, because he got injured again in camp after you brought him back too early. Listen, he's the biggest faller I've ever had. I mean, everybody's like, oh, he's the top 10 guy. Dude, he ain't been a top 10 linebacker except for, you know, points per game when he plays in six games a season. So not a Deion Jones guy. I never have been. Uh, I had somebody ask me if I thought he would be good to trade for. Uh, I'm going to shout out to my guy, Billy, real quick. He traded – he told me today he traded Traylon Burks for Odell Beckham and Deion Jones. And I told him there's no way I'd do it. What? Two guys that ain't even going to play? <laughs> exactly. He's like, well, Deion Jones is a, you know, could be a, a top 20 linebacker when he's, when he's in. I'm like, 
if he ever comes back. He, all it takes is him to tear his shoulder again in practice. I mean, yeah. the dude's coming off of four injuries. Four. Yeah, I don't so, think he's available for week one. And I don't think Odell comes back before Christmas. So there's that. Right. I mean, I legit have – here at Toilets and Titles, my man coach says Odell will be back before Christmas. I don't believe so. Um, towards ACL and the Super Bowl in February. Mm-hmm. Sorry, man. I just don't believe that you're coming back to putting snaps, you know, on the field before Christmas. It might be good after, but I wouldn't I wouldn't bring back before. Um, my last follower, I hate to do this, is Blake Martinez. <laughs> but he's on people's top ten. <clears throat> and you and me talked about this before. I'm like, you know what? Just keep hearing this rumor that we're worried about his knee. And, you know, we we were going to put this list out last Tuesday. And I apologize. I got sick. I had some issues. A lot of family stuff come up. So we're a week late. But this list hasn't changed for all of us. And Blake Martinez was on it the day before cut day. And I was like, man, did I did I miss on them? I mean, did I, I mean I just had him as a fall as a follower because I didn't think he'd have a great year. He got he got released. Right. I mean, what's even worse is he didn't sign with nobody. Washington, come on, make the phone call. Like right. Washington's got to make this phone call. If I'm the Cowboys, I make a phone call. I mean, if I'm the Broncos, I make a phone call. I, if Broncos. I'm the Chargers. The Chargers yeah. are in that weird spot. We don't know who our guy. I mean, Drew Tranquil better than. Come on, bro, get out of here. <laughs> Anytime, Drew Tranquil. I mean, I'm gonna put him right next to Kenneth Murray, you know, right, and let him groom him a little bit, you know, because everybody talks about how great of a locker room guy Blake Martinez is, and he's led right. the league in tackles, so he knows what he's doing. Apparently, it was a mutual parting ways. And it just happens. But, bro, I cannot believe I have this, had to put this guy on my list. You know, I was just keep hearing this stuff out of camp. Like, man, this can't be real. Right. And, but then we didn't see him in, in games, and here we are. What do you think yeah. is going to happen with Blake? <clears throat> oh, I, I I, think he still get picked up. I mean, somebody's going to take a chance on that guy. They're going to really go evaluate him medically and all that stuff and make sure that their investment's going to, you know, do great. Or like you said, sometimes them guys get picked up for locker room, you know, morale to get picked up or what have you. But Blake Martinez, if he's not signed within, I'll say four weeks. I mean, I think he's got to be signed somewhere within the next four weeks. If not, then maybe there's something more to it than what we know. You know, I mean, as far as the Claire, it's Claire himself and his productivity and all that is off the charts, but maybe there's something behind closed doors we don't know. So if it's health related, I think it's just a matter of time. And if it's maybe it's not and it goes longer, that that's what I would speculate. <clears throat> it is sad. I'm with so, you. Uh, I'm just a little worried about it. Yeah. I think it's a dude. I really do. Um, just, I just love to see step up and be a, in a get, get his chance somewhere else. I mean, we're on. We'd be moving to number three team, and I, I'm just as a as a fan in general of the guy, and just to see him in the locker room. 
I mean, I could put him in five places and absolutely love him. Right. I mean, I, I you know, I could put him in Seattle. I could, could put him in Atlanta. You know, in Washington, <laughs> Dallas, Carolina, I, the Saints. Like this, the Next Saints the is, in, you know, Oof. yeah. I mean, I, I would really like that. Those two. I mean, hmm. I think Davis is, you know, on his last leg. Either way. Oh well, yeah, he's. Let's talk there. about your Bills. <laughs> I know. No, I don't want that. I mean, <laughs> you would you wouldn't take him over Milano right now, right now. Oh, oh man. You know, I probably. I mean, I probably would, I guess, but I'd almost try to find a way to have them all on the field. To be honest with you, the only way you're doing that is you go Jico to four three. So gonna have to. Yeah, so somebody's gonna have. To, Come on, maybe take a defensive lineman off the field or something. Um, depending on the group, and I just think that he could be used on at least ten teams right now. I mean, oh, that just sure. aren't locked up at linebacker. Uh, I, like I said, I'd love to see him at the Chargers. Um, I think because a lot of teams are going to pass against the Chargers, but you put him on a in a group where he has to do a lot of tackles in a, in a run heavy uh, division, right? I mean, you you got to look at different spots. Um, Houston and Houston's a be a, be a great one. You know, the Titans. I mean, if Shaq Leonard's you know injury happens, then I'm calling Blake Martinez tomorrow. Right. You know, and I mean because I'll move you know Oak Ricky outside and put him inside, and let's let's get let's get rolling, dude. I mean, that's exactly what I would do. Um, all right, again, great week. Uh, it's game week, you know, and Thursday we're going to pop out another list uh, just of let's get on together. We'll talk about your your boys are playing on Thursday night. I know so, it, man. I know. I'm excited. Finally. We'll, we'll do a quick stardom, stidum, you know, list for the weekend on Thursday morning. Uh, if you're available, if not, then I'll just go by myself. But we'll figure it out either way. Uh, quick stardom, stidum. We might even go live that morning just to have a good time and see what we're about um but again it's great to have you on russ um, nino had Thank some technical difficulties uh the season's finally here and go check out the patreon at toilets of titles uh we're growing we're over 700 uh subscribers on youtube so give them a check uh patreon levels one through five five is all about you you pay it you ask us we're in on you every day talk to us get in the discord and we're here for you every week Remember, until next week, ladies and gentlemen, let's go, let's go, let's go.